Welcome to the Line of Sight Gaming Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Line of Sight Gaming Cast episode number. I just looked it up and forgot it. Twenty-five episode number twenty-five. I did it. Uh, J- Jaden's here. Your I am here. Brett is also here today. Mm-hmm. I did. I did an article. Oh yeah, true. Uh, it's going to be loosely related. I mean, that's uh, why I want to do this episode. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, news: We uh, announced this via the. Oh, the War Machine cast, the regular War Machine cast, but we're going to be changing up some aspects of our structure uh, in that the War Machine cast will not be continuing after this month. But uh, this cast will keep going, but we're probably going to do some tightening up of exactly how it's run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, basically no change here. We're just kind of announcing that there's some changes going on around things. Yeah. I mean, so. it is safe to say that we'll have some sort of content of the of a similar scale to what the War Machine was for, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I've already told the patrons a little bit about that, I think. But okay. yep. So everybody else, you just gotta wait a little ways. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's about that. Uh what are we actually talking about today? Brad, I think you you're you told you made me do this. I I did. This is my fault. Um I have assembled and based well, currently basing. Um my starter stuff for uh, Old Dominion and Conquest. And so I want to talk about it um, and talk about how cool the Old Dominion stuff is and why I'm excited about it and kind of the stuff that's out and how it plays. Nice. So, yeah. So the article I did was on my paint scheme, which um, I just, I'm just going to point you to that. And it was really fun to. So I, I finally have access to a full-time painting room again. So all the all the advice that Jaden's been giving me over the past year about how to paint, you know, all these different techniques to try, um, I basically did all of them. <laughs> and I gotta say, uh, Brett, it is remarkable how much better you are at painting than you were at, like a couple years ago. It is absurd, like the the progress you've made. So well done, man. They look sick. Yep. Yeah, and it's a very classic example of. Um, the difference between good painting and bad t- painting is speed. So like, because I, I had the airbrush and the awesome dry brushes, I was able to get through even those three huge models really quickly. And so I could do some of the more advanced techniques that make it look way better. Yes. Very nice. Okay. So that's, we're not talking about the painting of them in this episode. Then we're, we're talking about yes. everything else. <laughs> they do look cool. <laughs> they do look cool. They look really cool. hundred percent. Um, okay, so um, I've done a lot of theory crafting, but Chandler has actually played against them a couple times. So, do you kind of want to give an overview of how, what makes them different from fact, other factions in the game and outside of the game, and just kind of an overview of what's like what you've seen, like what's available already? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I have played against them twice, and I've watched a few games played at uh, local events that I've run mm-hmm. and kind of seeing how it is they actually like typically play out. Um, they're a really fascinating faction. I, I've kind of joked that like they're designed for me, but I'm not interested <laughs> in them uh, for a while. Uh, so they fulfill like for, from like a kind of a, a overall kind of like game archetype perspective. They are your counterpunch faction. 
in a yes. lot of respects. Which and, is so weird for an undead faction. Yes. And this the thing is, is it's not even really a case of like, that's what they're designed around. But no, it's that's what you must do. That is how they work. Yeah, like every um, single one of their mechanics is about that. <laughs> yes. So basically what you're fielding is an army of very elitely costed, but kind of bad units <laughs> um try, stick with me <laughs> um so you end up with a lot of stuff that's extremely expensive i should have been a pr- professional and brought up the army builder but um so they well, don't yeah have... like like their their basic troops are like their cheapest troop right now is uh, 120 points per stand which is moderately elite yeah, and you'll get access to things like cultists eventually, but cultists also don't really interact with a lot right. of the mechanics and, of the game for you. And so, yeah, so they're, but they have the stats of like some of the cheapest units in the game. Yes. Yeah. So, so and, got, and for like, reference, uh, 125 points, like there are things in 100 Kingdoms that are much cheaper than that and still pretty good, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. In, so, in any other faction, that 120 point unit would cost 90 or less. Okay. And at, yeah. since the games are played at 2,000 points, you're investing 5% of your list into a dubiously statted out thing. Yeah. Oh, and you can't just stop there. You, you have to like double it. So I have to talk about other things. Yeah. yeah. There's 120 points for the, the lowest stat you can have in the game is one. They have a one in almost every single stat. Awkward. Um, they're, they're pretty bad. Uh, they, they have a couple little things going for them, but yeah. Well, and that's... And then that's the goes to the core mechanic of the faction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you've got that. You've also got the fact that like you typically aren't inspired when you attack and this, like you can't use the inspire action. So one one way that low stack models get around that in the game is that you can waste time. You can spend half your turn in order to improve your attack stat. Yeah. They can't Uh, do that. They're just not allowed to. Yeah. So they, they have bad stats and they can't make them a whole lot better initially. Uh, but the big thing about how Old Dominion are going to play is that as your models are dying or as your stands are being removed from the table, you're adding to a power pool that's like a separate thing that you're tracking on your mm-hmm. own. And as that power pool goes up, uh, as it reaches certain point values based on it's it's a point per stand that you lose stand of models. Uh, as that goes up and you reach certain thresholds, you move on to another tier. And what this is going to do for you is it's going to, and I like the way they've done this. Mm-hmm. You, the easy route would have been all of your things get plus one defense and yeah. plus one clash, right? Like everything just kind of gets a benefit. But and we can use legionaries, the the kind of cheap unit, as as sort of an example of this. Um, they have a uh, special mechanic called a Memories of Old. And I think pretty much everything has this, right? All the all the undead stuff. All the animated vessels, yeah. Yeah. As some kind of Memories of Old. And a Memory of Old, generally speaking, at the beginning of the game, is a, um action that they have to take. Again, uh, half your turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a unit gets two actions. So you're like, I will march, and then Legionaries can uh, phalanx. So they get some more defensive defense from the front. Yep. Uh, or they can gain support plus one, so they can be more effective in back ranks uh, when they're not engaged. With Wait, them. it's or? I thought it was and. Or maybe it's and. It, it's okay. probably and. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> as you go up in tiers, and it, yeah, virtually every unit has something like this, something that they can do as an action to make themselves more powerful. 
and uh, this makes them extremely action inefficient. Mm -hmm. um, it's a nice boost, like for those for those legionnaires. It's like huzzah! You get to finally be defense three from the front, which is like what my hundred and five point units just are. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and and so we've listed off like so like everything about these units is just awful. <laughs> yes. But as you move up in tiers, uh, you're going to gain a number of different abilities. And uh, do you, you probably have a better understanding of the breakdown of, of what you get at each tier. So the, so for the standard units, the first tier is um, instead of um, instead of having to spend an action to get your bonus your bonus rules, um, you get a, you get you get one for free automatically. Um, and then the third tier is you can do both. You get one for free, and then you can spend an action and double up on it. Um, yep. And then that also starts triggering Warlord special rules and like things you can buy, where it's like once you hit tier three, like your whole army gets uh, Dauntless, which is a special rule that's just kind of ridiculous. It's like plus one to hit at all times, and... Um, the primary way that units are destroyed just doesn't apply to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you basically that you, you take these these uh, ideas of these memories of old that are normally very action inefficient and you get things like the fact that you're not able to inspire properly. These become more and more efficient as you go yep. up in ranks. And yeah. what's interesting is so in that kind of early like, you know, when you're in that that kind of first tier where you haven't got enough points yet, your units are just weak. <laughs> there's, mm -hmm. there's not really any getting around that. Uh, when you get into that second one, your units are quite good. Yeah, yeah, uh, because they all have a different special rule, usually several, and and like just having those built in means that you're now cheap for your point cost. Yeah, and then you move up another tier. And everything becomes nonsense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, stuff in Old Dominion starts becoming immensely powerful. Yeah, it's uh, like these basic basic regiment of guys is like, yeah, this is basically as good as a fully kitted out unit in another army. Yeah, they, they become extremely strong. But the thing is, is that in order to get to that point, you either have had to use various mechanics to kind of game their point system or straight up you have to have lost a lot of models, which is usually how that's going to play out. Which means you have very few things left to interact with the table, which the thing about the way Conquest works is that movement is not to be taken for granted. Being in a location is the most important thing a unit can be doing. <laughs> and it is not easy to go from one location to another unless it's like right in front of you. Yes. Uh, you, are, you are maneuvering around a bunch of slow, awkward dump trucks. And so <laughs> having very few models on the table... Well, and the funny part is, it's a skirmish game, so a skirmish game of dump trucks is very difficult. <laughs> yes, yeah. With, oh, with gosh. Like a, yeah, with, like, one of their tires is out, and it's, like... It's a skirmish the, game of the, dump uh, trucks. It's like, it's like a Game of Thrones, yeah, but better in some ways. <laughs> a skirmish game of dump trucks. Yes. It's very good. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah, Chandler always jokes that it, it, it's a, it, there are rank-and-file models, but it plays like a skirmish game. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're you're just deciding how big your model is, right? Also, uh, reserving that as a podcast title if and when we start a skirmish uh... <laughs> <laughs> game of dump trucks. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah, so you have very few things left, but they're immensely powerful uh, mm-hmm. compared to kind of what they should be for their point cost. So things get things start getting very dangerous. Things start exploding real quick in front of your stuff. But the 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 question is, where are you at in the game when you reach this point? Mm-hmm. Um, so first piece of advice um, you are not allowed to play non-scenario games with or against these like yeah so that's the thing is if you're just playing a full on like no matter how many turns it takes for us all to be dead um, especially if they're playing a fallen divinity mm-hmm. which so I'll I want to talk about that so much yeah okay so there's sort of another way to play this army it's still going to be counter punchy, but it operates for a little different. Well, I like how you describe it as it doubles down. Yeah, it's it's. Do, do you like this mechanic? Time to go way harder on it. So if yeah. it screws you, it screws you twice as bad. But <laughs> if it works for you, it works really well, and you get a yeah. sick model out of it. Oh, the model um, is so sick. Yeah. Uh, so the fallen divinity is a, a very unique. Uh, it has a lot of like weird ways to get its rules on it that are yeah. kind of clever, actually, but they're kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fallen, because the fallen divinity must be your warlord. Uh, it is a monster, but it's also light, which I think makes it the only light monster in the game. Which means it comes out really early, and I believe it has flank. Yeah, it does have flank. flank, so it, it comes out when you want it to, um, <laughs> as long as it's in the first three turns, um, including it, turn one. Yes, yeah. Which is which is a really important conquest. Yeah. Uh it's um also following the theme of being incredibly bad for its points initially. Uh it is 300 points that barely does anything. Uh, oh, and I've never gotten out of there less than 360 for that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> it is horrendously slow. Uh it makes an okay number of attacks but certainly not for 300 points it has actually pretty low wounds for that many number of points it's the only thing it really has going for it is it has evasion three which is it's very it makes it tanky basically for for what it is it's tanky in that it's hard to just plink it with attacks um it also has tenacious like it ignores one so it's like it's kind of resilient but not for 300 points but like resilient enough that it'll survive being like plinked away at usually mm-hmm. uh it's just trash it's also volley two which is very funny to me it doesn't have a gun um <laughs> but if your stands die too close to it you do not get to put points in your pool to make your units more powerful you put your points in a different pool that makes the fallen divinity more powerful and only the fallen and divinity. fallen divinity yeah rough so you it uses a very similar track it's you're getting points yeah. trying to reach thresholds to reach different tiers and this uh model it, everything i said about how the army works this model is that times the apocalypse it's <laughs> it's pretty bad it gets to be pretty okay and when it reaches tier three it is a nigh unkillable death machine uh and it buffs everything around it to ridiculous levels yes uh it's it's an absolute monster uh once it is like i have had this thing down to a single hit point and then it reached tier three and i never 
did anything against it again. It just killed everything it touched, and I couldn't do anything about it. Um, the thing is, though, when I said that with the other mechanic, you end up with very strong units, but not a lot of them, you end up with a really strong unit, but exactly one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and it's a light. It is a monster. It's reasonably quick. But if this thing's getting bogged down fighting trash while you're just sitting on scenario and fighting all of his stuff that didn't get powered up enough because it wasn't getting points, um, you will lose. <laughs> so light means that it can't score scenarios. Yeah, you, most scenarios it can't score. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you. it just it doesn't interact with scenario very well and it can take a while to get going. If it gets going quickly enough and does enough work or if the opponent didn't get enough points over you. This is where we'll talk a little bit about kind of the big weakness, I think, of Old Dominion. Um, You're just going to get behind. And so that's where we get into, yeah, why it is that you need to be playing these guys on scenario. If you're playing just pure kill, no matter how many turns it takes, whatever, uh, you're going to be in trouble. They will probably never lose that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so broken by the end of the game uh, that it's just... I mean, there's some things like... I don't know, like the Nord giant spam list can probably contend with it, but um, it's pretty tough. <laughs> it's it's absolutely brutal. Uh, so you want to be playing with these things on scenario. And when you do, though, this is where we get to, yeah, Old Dominion's big weakness, which is that they are not great at that. I will say that this probably changes a little bit as they get more of their models out. One of the problems that they have right now with their current... Li- released stuff is they're just not a fast faction at all well yeah I, with the exception of the cataphracts mm-hmm. everything released has been infantry yep and the cataphracts are like the slowest cavalry i know of um <laughs> maybe i think centaur avatar might, might be sevens as well sure um i'd have to look but um they're not quick like you know they're cavalry so like they're okay fast but they have a hard time with it and they don't have like any lights that can get on the table and hold ground (laughs) very well uh like boy let me tell you legionnaires do not buy like being shot by armor piercing one crossbows (laughs) um and that's actually where and we'll talk about that other weakness of them a little bit and it's kind of a weird one to talk about and i think it's actually the most interesting weakness from a game design perspective but um yeah they have a hard time with scenario and most games how i've seen them play out is that they are very They'll get behind early, lose out a bunch of points, and then you get into a situation where, because the scenario is how they all work, is that you just you score points for just standing in locations. Um, it's a little bland. There, there's a couple other ways to score points, but with the way movement works, it's kind of functional. Um, but uh, if you're ahead, the game ends round 10, no matter what, at the end of round 10. And so if the score is 1-0 and you finish round 10, then whoever had the one point wins, even if they only have one thing left on the table. Uh, The other thing is that uh, completely tabling your opponent is a win condition. So no matter how many points down you are, if you kill every enemy model, you do win. Uh, How this usually plays out, though, is it means that in Old Dominion, you can go ham on getting onto those objectives. Uh, you can just get on them as quickly as possible. And if you can screen them out so that they're not like getting onto the objectives at all, you can end up ahead so many points that it's incredibly hard for them to come back. Um, That said, you know, they will start to power up eventually and they will become powerful. So the question is, can you get ahead enough on scenario to stop them before they steamroll you? 
Um, the well, other you have, you have to balance kind like of big thing. Mm-hmm. You have to balance like here's my army meat grinder it meat grinder it with eventually if you kill everything you win right like there's that sort of yeah push and pull because you can't just like here's my army because you have to do like some positioning to make sure that you have enough things to last until the end of round ten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. And so having kind of broken up units to be able to screen and be chaff uh, and die, <laughs> frankly, <laughs> like having units whose entire purpose. I mean, that's the thing with those legionnaires is they just need to die, right? Like you need them to get up the field, try to stand in a spot and die at the pace that you want them to. Um, you also have ways to destroy your own stands and then heal them back within the factions. You have ways to kind of farm your own points, but you can't. You're not gonna like hyper farm your way up the tiers really quickly doing that. You need to be losing stands to combat. And um, there's actually, I think, something to be said about like there are instances where you could screen old dominion out and then just refuse to attack them for a while. And I think you'd actually be in a better position than you'd think because <laughs> um, a lot of their stuff just doesn't hit very hard like once they're in combat with you like their clash is just not good and... yeah but all, almost all of the like special equipment you can buy them is defensive mm. yeah so like really they cool. they can make these enormous bricks that you're like never going to take apart yeah but it's like if that brick is stuck behind five stands of bastioned men-at-arms that cost half the points and yeah. the you know and they're scoring on you it doesn't really matter and it's gonna take like you know six rounds for them to kill them right uh so yeah it's in this isn't a this kind of sounds like me going like well just do this and they just lose i'm saying that's the game you need to play right well, like you yeah that's that is if you let them play their game like if you just kill whatever you see mm-hmm. and don't bother a scenario and let them power up they will they will just steamroll <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, if you're playing nice and even on scenario and having a fun attrition game while you're both scoring, <laughs> you're you're behind. It's, it's kind of it's kind of the issue. Yeah. Well, I think that's what's so cool about the design of the faction is that they are this like inevitable blob. It's like it's like <laughs> the inevitable <okay>. blob. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, it's like okay, like we're we're playing the game normally, we're playing it out normally, but. If I can hold on for like two more turns, I will never lose a fight again. And it's yeah. like, what? What is your response to that? Yeah, right. Well, and actually, this this reminds me of something that uh, Brett, you and I were experimenting with in War Machine before the pandemic, where we would mm-hmm. say, okay, we're gonna just give you like what we have to give you to get up on time and resources later in the game and win that way right and it was a really effective strategy and it's actually probably pretty hard to combat this army on a clock right because if you don't really understand what they're doing then and and especially with the stuff that's out right now the old dominions um choices are very limited it's like we're gonna walk up the table (laughs) like our turns are not complicated yeah it's like literally (laughs) my 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 legionnaires walk forward. My cataphractoid will walk on as well. <laughs> like it's, yeah, there's not really a lot going on there. Usually, I will say there usually does end up being a few moving parts because they start doing a lot of like I kill this stand and then heal these guys. So yeah, sometimes their first turn actually takes like longer than you'd expect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, uh, but for the most part, yeah, there's not a whole lot of crazy stuff going on just yet. But um, again, that's something where like um, you can practice that first turn and just understand the intricacies of it, like we did with that ridiculous Brimkin lust. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's the thing is I think this is a faction that's going to get a lot out of practicing with them a lot and understanding their their like uh, tempo. For. Yeah, their tempo. Yeah, the the kind of pace you need to operate them at uh, to be effective. Yeah, well, and I think that's what's so cool about a faction based around losing your own stuff. It's like you have to lose enough stuff to be effective, but not so much. But not so much that it's, yeah, yeah. You can't do anything with the rest. Well, and even from just like a, a general game perspective, as far as like other games go, even that's such a hard line to balance as far as like designing a game goes, right? We've seen things like that. There's a couple of Warcasters and War Machine that are like that. Um, where it's it's like, all right, I have to lose my army before I'm really strong. And a lot of the time, developers err on the side of not good enough, right? Because mm-hmm. it's so easy to also smack down the other way and be like, all right, well, the investment that I put in like losing my own models has now instantly won me the game. And it mm-hmm. feels to me, from what I've, I've seen and read and, and watched, that Old Dominion is maybe one of the, f- the first that I'm like, oh... This is this is probably where that needs to be. It's very strong. It's very positioning dependent, um, and it is based around this weird mechanic of my stuff must die. Well, and exactly like you're talking about, they tuned the starting power way down, like ridiculously far down, mm-hmm. and then they tuned the end game power way up. And right. so well, it's and I, it's I this like principle of explosion thing. One of the things that lets them get away with that is when you look at something like like War Machine or Warhammer or a lot of games like that, where the armies are very much engaging one another full strength right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, a really, really weak army take like in War Machine, right? If you brought just a bunch of like, oh, I'm going to run like the Mechanothral like recursion blob, your stuff is really bad. <laughs> Right. And it's just going to get shot to death. Right. You're going to lose mm-hmm. so much of your army so fast that you just can't really do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because conquest strings the game out where your armies, you don't even know the pace at which your armies <laughs> are going to fight each other in the first few rounds. You know, I have games where I'm like, all right, this will be great. I have my set of lights and their job is to come out and screen for my mediums when those come out. And then the lights proceed to not come on for three rounds. None of them. <laughs> And my mediums are like mostly out like turn two and you're like, oh, OK. <laughs> and you're like, so so I now have to play a new game because all my mediums are on the table and the lights haven't come out yet. Like, this is very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, your armies don't get to just bash into each other right off the bat. Well, and even if they all come out. on the yeah, even if they all come on the board, maneuvering them into the right places is the whole game. Yeah, there's a full like multiple turns of just getting into position usually mm-hmm. uh, unless you're fighting Wadroon, then you're on your side of the table already and you're by <laughs> raptors but you know or or dwegum actually weirdly <laughs> fast um dwarves <laughs> short little legs yeah, they zoom oh no no gimli's <laughs> gimli's told us already very dangerous over short distances natural sprinters we know this yeah but they'll run the whole table man like they just keep going the table's only like four um, feet that's a short distance fair enough. uh one of them six <laughs> Oh, I mean, yep, yeah, yeah. Still... If you're going hot dog style, as we call it in my local store. Um, <laughs> I have no response to that. You've got me. Uh, that's fair. Uh, yeah, sorry, it's hamburger style. That's yeah, because you fold it into a square. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, very, very important. Um, yes. The other thing that I think is kind of interesting about them from a from a from a design perspective. It, so this is a weird one because it's a little awkward to explain if it doesn't click for you immediately. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Old Dominion do not take morale. 
They don't even have result. Oh, that's right. Uh, now, an enormous amount of the damage in this game is is resolve. Yes. Uh, Almost you, half. <laughs> yeah, it's usually like it's usually like a 50 to sometimes as high as like 80 percent increase in damage. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's very meaningless if they have very high resolve, but most things don't. Um, so how resolve is going to work is when, when you do damage in melee, uh, Every guy that dies or every wound you take, because this works on monsters as well, um, you're going to roll a resolve check for each of those wounds that you take. And each failure on that resolve check is an additional wound you take. So any amount of damage you take has the potential to double. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're just trying to see how much of it you soak, basically, with your your resolve score. Yeah. Um, This is really important in an enormous amount of how much damage you do. Old Dominion do not interact with this mechanic. That's not true. They well, make it much they, worse no, for your yeah, opponent. They make it much worse <laughs> for your opponent because, yeah, they're all scary and make other things run away more with resolve. Yeah. Uh, but um, they also they don't have to worry about it at all. Their stuff never runs away. Old I mean, Dominion they're undead. That tracks. It makes sense. It lot like yeah, thematically it makes perfect sense. Uh, but it means that tracking the amount of damage you do to them is really funky. Um, a lot of the time, like when you're thinking about how much damage a unit needs to do to kill a regiment, you're kind of only thinking about killing maybe 80% of the regiment with your actual attacks mm-hmm. and you go, oh. okay. And then the, then the resolve will kind of clean. I them. thought they usually break first. It depends. It, it depends okay. a lot on the size of the regiment. Okay. It's this, this is a weird thing. That's a, probably for another discussion, but the All amount right. of stands in your regiment is actually really complicated as to whether or not you should use certain amounts. It's really weird. But yeah, uh, it, don't use four stand regiments. It's a bad idea. Yes, always <laughs> um, do odd. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, well, even like six is actually fine. Like it's okay. you have to use five of your stands to actually. Yeah. So you, it's you, really weird. Uh, something bad anyway. happens when you lose half your stands, and another bad thing happens when you lose three quarters. Um, yeah, or so, when you lose half again. But if you lose yeah. them all at once, it's it's. It, you lose your unit. Um, but as far as just like, if you're just talking about damage, like straight damage into wounds, a lot of the time you're like, I only really need to do like, yeah, like 70, 80% of their total wounds and resolve will probably handle it. Um, you can't do that. So you'd be amazed how freaking often you're left fighting like two legionnaires on a stand and you're stuck in that stupid combat that you don't want to be in <laughs> because they just don't die quite as fast as you'd think. Like I know their defensive stats are very bad, but just don't die quite as fast as you would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing about this, though, is that morale only applies to certain things. It applies to melee, it applies to most magic, and a couple other weird things. Um, it does not apply to shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody ever takes resolve from shooting unless you oh. have a special rule that says, "Yeah, that. Uh, yeah don't don't say it ever." <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I would say like baseline, you don't, and then it's... some special rules can change that. Uh, so what this means this is where I'm getting finally to kind of my point is that old dominion is weak to shooting. <laughs> and I always, I always by, refer to this as the Superman weakness. It's not yes. that they're weak to shooting. It's that they're invulnerable to everything else. It's yeah. It's that <laughs> it's that shooting them is just as effective as anything else you can do, which is not how it is for every other Race. And it's not how shooting is costed. And it's not how shooting is costed. And it's also not how their defensive stats are costed. 
because their defenses are like old dominion defenses feel like they understand that you're not taking resolve like they're they're not great they're not horrendous most of the time but they're not great and this means that you'll actually lose like kind of a lot to shooting yeah um and it makes it so that because they also don't really have a lot of ranged presence uh at least uh, certainly not currently Dude, uh, well but their range units are such a cool design so yes, normally magic can only be like characters they have units that have that can remember how to be mages. It's it's so cool. That is they might cool. be bad, but so I'm gonna try I, them. <laughs> I had a really funny thing come up. Um, I like this spell, but I also think it's probably not incredible. Is the <laughs> insanity spell? Oh, I know. Um, I want to love it so much. Yeah, there's so it's the main thing is is just whether it's good or not depends a lot. But I had a very funny thing come up. I run a lot of militia bowmen, uh, mm -hmm. just because they're a they're seventy points or seventy five maybe. Um, they're dirt cheap <laughs> and uh, but they have a one in every stat right like they're they're very bad except for one stat you know what they have a two in resolve <laughs> insanity is a spell that targets your resolve insanity so is a friends. spell that targets your resolve so militia bowmen are way better defending against insanity than almost everything else in the game which I thought was very funny I was like hey neat <laughs> This spell's actually not great against my cheap dirt guys. Um, the spell also doesn't cause resolve, which is a big part of why I'm like, eh, it's all right. Uh, until they hit tier three. Yes. And, and then that's the end of all things. Yeah, it's probably kind of insane. <laughs> yeah. Or like resolve two. Like my men at arms with Bastion of Defense four, but they're still sure resolve two. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you get this interesting thing where the, the faction actually feels like you have, like, they're quite weak to gun lines because compared to any other strat, the gun line is just as powerful as everything else. So, but you don't have to be in combat with it, but it has range, right? It's just strictly better than melee because it's further away. Yep. Uh, well, and, and their only defense, like they only have one defense against range where they can count stuff as obscured. Yeah. You can create an aura of obscured. And I think that's hugely important. Yes. Um, um, but a lot of shooting units ignore that. I thought, uh, I don't know, not many that I've run oh, okay. into. But, and Obscured um, is, is a defensive rule against guns, right? It gives you plus one defense is, or something is, like that? No, it essentially no. halves the number of yeah. Ah, Oh, good. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's much better than plus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you're, if, you're right. That is if, much better. So if 12, yeah, if, if 12 mercenary crossbowmen would fire 12 shots, one per guy, they instead fire six. Yes. Uh, and it's you, you're Obscured if you're longer than half range. Uh, for whatever your it, your it actually is. stacks. If you're obscured and more than half range, you get a quarter. Is that correct? I think so. I believe being long range just makes you obscured, and I think you can only get one instance of obscured. That's right, for sure. Yeah. Either way, have to look. But uh, yeah, so yeah, you you have to be yeah having that obscured. Like once you get in close, because that's really where it gets scary is when the when the guns are shotgunning you right in the face. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. It's also very important for things that have a long, uh, have long range and long arm, which, or strong arm. Sorry. Yeah. Which makes it so you're not obscured outside half range. Uh, so there's some units that that can shoot actually quite far with that. Uh, it's very common in Wadru and Dwagum have some really good stuff with it too. Um, yeah. Or uh, School of Air Mage on any kind of ranged unit that makes things unobscured at long range. Like you just. Anything like that is just going to do so much damage to Old Dominion. Um, 
and you just have to you just have to kind of account for that. And I mean, the big thing though is that at the end of the day, we are just accounting for the things that are currently out. Yes. Um, and, but that yeah. that is the case for every faction, so I think it's fair to talk mm -hmm. about them with what they have released because every faction has a whole bunch of unreleased stuff. So yes. So yeah, let me let me plead to uh, Parabellum. Uh, here are the things that we need released right now. Um, the Profane Sepulcher. So this is their other monster. Um, it it has like no combat stats, but what it does is everything in its warband. So every other unit and the character that it works for um, counts as being one tier higher for the power pool at all times. Yeah. So this is really huge for those magic units I was talking about because. Um, in order for the magic units to do their magic thing, they have to remember, they have to do the memory. Well, mm. if you spend an action to do it, you can't move and shoot or whatever. Um, right. So the, the the jump from tier one to tier two is huge for them. That makes sense. Um, and also says anyone in a couple inches or like 10 inches of it um, gets... A rule that says if you get targeted by a friendly spell, actually not even a friendly spell, if you get targeted by a spell from a priest, um, oh no, it is friendly spell now, they fix that, um, and all their magic users are priests, um, mm -hmm. it, you heal, I think like three or something. Which brings back yeah, you, three guys, right? Yeah, essentially a whole stand. And so you can get, you can pretty easily cast like three or four spells a turn. And so that's like bringing back almost an entire unit. And you don't lose the points you like the power pool points you right. got for it. So these are fully powered up <laughs> like guys. And so it, once that guy comes out, um, it's going to be really important to, to take out whole units at a time. And if you leave like one or two, that's going to be really bad. Um, and then the other one is the centaur prodromoi, I think, I don't know. They're they're a light cavalry unit. <laughs> it's like they are so desperate for that. Yeah, having a, a light speed eight, and like they're pretty good. They, they do a ton you know, of damage. Yeah, you know, they're expensive, but you expect that. But they're they're yeah. defense two with a shield, uh, mm. so which is incredible dangerous. for light. Mm. Yeah, and they they have my favorite rule: um, double the number of impact attacks you make. <laughs> yeah, unstoppable charge and brutal impact one. It's very good. which yeah. is important because impact attacks you can make when you charge, even if you don't have another action to attack afterwards, right? Yeah, correct. The problem is, is that in your initial because it's a memory of old, so it would be an action to activate that. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you would have to activate it and then charge. So you can't really use it to do like the super long charges. But uh, um, but when, once you get it to your two, it's yeah. pretty good. Um. And the Stratagos, um, he's one of the characters you can take. His once per game ability says your whole army counts as one tier higher for this turn. So nice. I think he's going to be really important for like, all right, I got a bunch of these guys who are you know light, coming out fast, and they desperately need tier two for this one turn. <laughs> and the Stratagos, the cavalry Stratagos can come out with those guys, right? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Be super good. Super good. Well, and that's also a, a medium uh, speed eight character that can go onto a light unit. Yeah, it's <laughs> actually really important. <laughs> um, it won't quite get you to to zones, but it's it'll get you there by round two. And that's a huge deal. Yes. Yeah. Well, start, start scoring early on. Yeah, you can't quite get. Yeah, I can't quite get score turn one scoring because there isn't a rule in the scenario packet that says you can't score on turn one. 
it's just yeah, barely out of reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mo- yeah, most units it's like just out of reach. A couple the the important thing about this, by the way, for anybody at home, is that medium units can score scenario bits. So being able to put mm-hmm. a character that's medium onto a light unit means that it can score the scenario, and it comes yeah, out because it comes out. It comes out the same time as light, but it still counts as medium. Although there's a really fun scenario that says that characters can't score. I think there's two. There's at least one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and boy, that sure changes how some lists play scenario. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, as a guy that likes to run lots of characters on light stuff, I was like, yeah. oh. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> it actually comes up a lot. This is like a random anecdote, but uh, my friend who plays a lot of uh, Spires. Um, that scenario is always really hellish for him because he always <laughs> plays these really like tanky bricks of like force grown drones that have a character on them. And when that character can't score, it's like, well, these drones cannot interact with the scenarios. I just stand on it. Excellent. <laughs> Awkward. You can't score it. Yep, it's true. Yep, I'm stopping you. Until they all die to one charge from my cavalry because that's what they do. Uh, Yeah. Uh, so that's a little bit about Old Dominion in kind of their current form. I think they're they're very cool. And these are the most um, them and maybe Wadroon are probably the, these. These are the first factions where they really started playing around with faction abilities because mm-hmm. um, the, the factions prior to that. I mean, they all have like some kind of big passive benefit for being your faction, uh, sometimes different ones, depending on your warlord or, or what you pick. Um, but Wadroon were really the first ones to be like, hey, they're going to have a weird mechanic that they're doing. They're playing a weird mini game uh, the whole time with their order of activations. Um, while Dominion are playing this this kind of counterpunch positioning uh, game of try to lose stuff at the rate you want and get more powers. Uh, and I, I'm really excited to see what kind of stuff they do with that going into factions in the future. It's it's a very cool design, and I think it's I think the nature of conquests deployment and how movement and stuff works makes this kind of action work a lot better than it would in a lot of miniatures games mm-hmm. also uh, they're more they're not at least they're not afraid to adjust it <laughs> the faction's been out for like a month or two and they've already got I, the if there's anything i can say like parabellum is so good about being able to like quickly make edits <laughs> without making a big deal out of it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like some huge like here is our balance day a hallowed <laughs> day once every three years like it's just oh that thing needs to be fixed they'll, they'll just yeah. open up their website and change the number and be like we yeah. fixed it and they'll tell everyone <laughs> in discord like hey guys we fixed it <laughs> like, yeah. it's very it's nice it's it's like working with just like people <laughs> who, just, <laughs> who just do things it's it's neat sometimes i understand there's some frustrations about like not like the rules not always being as like especially the written rules not being always as up to date as you'd want uh, um but the army builder is pretty good about like 99 percent of the time it's not perfect but i still can't believe so my favorite unit in old dominion are the Bucephaloi. i assume mm-hmm. they're minotaurs um i believe but... it was confirmed that those are minotaurs oh really cool um yeah uh in the army builder they're listed as medium in the rule book they're listed as heavy and this is such an important difference it's yeah, really it's bothering me no it hasn't i asked when the army builder came out never changed that's funny uh <laughs> yeah i believe it was bucephalus i believe was alexander the great's horse if i remember correctly that okay sounds uh, right. but it means like 
something horn or something like horned something. I, I, don't I think Seth exactly. is yeah either horn or head. Yeah. So it yeah I think it is horned head. I think that's what okay. it, what it means. And so that's it's a minotaur that, mm, that okay. actually is. Um. Yeah. So I think they're a very cool faction. Uh, I'm excited for city states. Uh, steam slash electropunk Greek shit. Like thanks. <laughs> so real quick before we uh before we end up here, let's like bullet point what are like the three cool things that make old dominion like a fascinating thing inside the game and maybe like one or two things that make them a fascinating thing in just miniature gaming in general so they are way too weak to start with and way too strong at the end like okay. that makes that makes every game this fun roller coaster mm-hmm. yep uh also great if you're one of those people who hates losing models because you're like hey Yay! Out of it, yeah. It's <laughs> from me. Um, I think from just kind of a yeah, from a game design perspective in general, just pulling that off, pulling off being this very you need to you are weak at the start and become powerful. I also think, and this is a thing that that Parabellum just does a lot. They really like taking what you expect mm-hmm. from like a fantasy trope kind of uh, position and twisting it on its head a little bit. Like pretty much every yeah. faction has some degree of that. Yes. And that's what they did with these. They were like, no, we have like an, a recursion, uh, you know, lots of little models getting buffed up kind of typical undead army, but we made that into horrible fleshy body horror clone. Clones. Army. Yeah. And okay. We have undead coming out. Can't just do that. Right. You can't just do the same thing we did with the other guys. Yeah. What might they be like? And the answer is a, a highly elite, uh, extremely like well-trained. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're all meant to be very like regimented. Like the, the thing from like a kind of a fluff standpoint, the thing with them dying and, and gaining more power is, is partly it's not completely, but partly to kind of get across this idea that like, as the, like they're, they're basically mindless. But as the battle goes on and like everything's raging around them, they start to remember more of what they were like in life. Mm-hmm. And so all of that training they got as these elite soldiers starts coming back to them. And so they get more and more effective, which is just such a sick on. idea. Like what a yeah, cool, it's really cool concept. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the other game design thing I like is they feel a lot like puzzle piece design where it's like, all right, this thing makes that better so i need to have this go out first and i need to like have this overlap with that and i i really like that puzzle in the list building phase yeah yeah they have a lot of like synergies that that work well together and kind of make each piece of the 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 uh, mm-hmm. the clock and, work <laughs> yeah way. and and there's lots of different directions they can go like it feels mm-hmm. like like there's like three or four sub factions well that's always fun mm-hmm. yeah and they have the same number of releases. So they're really yeah, they try to get everybody up to at least that, that baseline as quickly as possible. Because mm-hmm. it sucks to can you imagine if they were like, yeah, we've released the Archimandrite and uh, Legionnaires. That's your faction for a little while. Well, and I also, I'm also very happy that they they got all of the I think all of the characters are released except for the cavalry one. Yeah, just not the character. Yeah, the cavalry versions is, is yeah. Out, but uh yeah yeah i think i think they're very cool i think they're a really fascinating design i think the the aesthetic route they went is very cool it's like not my thing it's like the main reason i don't play them but i think mm-hmm. it's very neat yeah I, I do appreciate that we we've been able to not overlap on factions between the three of us yeah 
Oh man! Uh, Unlike in 40k, where Chandler and I own the exact same, the exact same. Fashion. You're just in lockstep, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Each time one of us picks one up, the other one picks it up shortly after. Yeah. Um, I will say I think it's funny to me that uh, I've straight up disliked Steam slash Electro Punk in War Machine for a very long time, and then they release it for Conquest, and I'm like, ooh, they put <laughs> Greek helmets on it. <laughs> I'm very, mean, very excited. Greek helmets are very cool. Yeah, I mean, it just makes everything cooler. There's not really any getting around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so. Okay. And now, just to piss off all the people who are experienced and have made it through this whole episode, um, I have a couple questions. Uh, what's the point of the Zilliarc? He's, like, basically worse than the Stratagos. I, I guess it's cool you get an extra Clash, but less ones per game. Um, what? Oh, why, why are there living melee units? Like... What what's happening there? Like the cultist at least brings in your 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 point engine on the first turn, but like what are assassins supposed oh, the, to do? Oh, the hashashin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're cool, and you get to say hashashin. <laughs> I have I have weird trivia about etymology of that name, but anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's an Arabic thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. I think I, I think I pissed off. <laughs> we did it all right everybody uh so thanks everybody for hanging out with us for a little while also a big thanks to everybody who supports us on patreon because you are all absolutely wonderful if you want to check that out it's patreon.com slash los war machine you can go on there we've got uh all kinds of tiers for there you can get cool colored names on our discord early access to podcasts and uh all kinds of other stuff you'll be able to see all the tiers if you go check that out uh also you can go to our website, which is LOSWarMachine.com. You can see a lot of different casts for different things on there, as well as tons and tons of articles. You can find Brett's uh, painting article for the Old Dominion as well via mm. that. And uh, you can go to our Facebook, which is Line of Sight. Give that a like. Uh, if you are on the website, you can go to our podcast and see the show notes where you will find the link to our Discord. I did it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, be able to hop on there. And other than that, yeah, give us a like. Shoot us a message if you want. And that's about it. Thanks for that, everybody. And uh, see, see y'all later. Bye. Bye.